What's up guys? Thank you for joining me. My name is Tom LeHue and uh, we're going to be looking at type 8s today. We're going through uh, Beatrice Chestnut's book on uh, the Enneagram Guide to Waking Up. Fantastic book if you haven't got it already. And in this chapter on 8, she has a section called Key Patterns and she talks about five basic key patterns of type 8s. Um, and uh, we're going to be looking at the one today called Engaging in Conflict. Engaging in conflict in type 8s. Now, before I even read this and talk about it, I just think about that word conflict, and I realize a lot of us don't like it. Uh, some of us, it makes us very uncomfortable to have conflict. We want everything to be okay between us and everybody else. We don't like it when things are not okay. In fact, we can feel quite um, apprehensive or anxious about this and then move backwards and withdraw away from conflict even when conflict needs to take place. Conflict, I know this objectively, but it's hard for me to know this experientially, is that conflict can be a good thing. In fact, you know, often it is a good thing and needs to happen. Um, it can happen you know, in a controlled, safe, loving, gentle way, but a lot of us just avoid conflict, and then that brings all kinds of problems into our lives. You know, I always say it like this, that when you won't have your conflicts out loud, you tend to have them in inside or internally. If you don't have your arguments externally out loud, then you tend to have them within your own head. And this often breeds all kinds of resentment in relationships where there's all this passive frustration, resentment, bitterness, anger, and all these things. And one of the things I appreciate about eights is if they're upset, you tend to know it and they want to deal with it and talk about it right now. And it probably frustrates you that a lot of people don't do this. You know, when you want to deal with something and talk about it and get to the root of it and you, you feel like, let's, you know, if we're going to have a fight, let's have it. Let's deal with the truth and let's speak about it. It can be very frustrating when you when others won't engage in this um, you know conflict that needs to happen. You might just feel like I'm done. I'm just going to withdraw from these people. They're not worth you know the frustration of being in a relationship with them. All right, so let's let's look at what she says here. Notice if you uh, easily voice disagreements and opinions um, or actions, and that's probably often characteristic of eights is. You know, if they're upset about something and they don't like something, they tend to let you know. They tend to express that. You guys tend to express that, which, again, isn't always a bad thing, uh, but sometimes it could be exhausting for the people trying to love you or interacting with you. Um, they might feel like, oh, my goodness, you're always upset about something. You know, the driver's on the road. Who they let these idiots out on the road? Oh, my goodness. Why is this ice cream, you know, a dollar more than it was last week? Oh, my goodness. I have to wear a mask. This is so stupid. This is so. And it's just kind of like, oh, my goodness. You know, it's like there's something to complain or argue or, or attack at every corner. Um, and this could sometimes be you know, seen as something like frustrating for people trying to, to interact with you. Um, you perceive uh, incompetence. If you perceive incompetence, uh, somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, somebody who's just going through the motions, just taking a paycheck, but they can't really do their job. Or if you see unfairness or mistakes, notice if you have difficulty not saying anything or difficulty not doing something. Like you want to call that, call that stuff out. Uh, again, now that can be such a wonderful gift. 
I always say that eights kind of have a radar to detect BS. You know, they walk into a group or a committee or belong to an organization and you just know, you just can just hear it. You just know like that's full of bullcrap. That's, you guys are trying to talk about how to change this neighborhood, but you won't really address the real problem. You want to deal with all these surface problems. This is such BS. It's that prophetic voice of eights. Um, if you would have lived in Bible times and you would have been called by God to do something as eights, it probably would have been a prophet. And realize prophets have an essential role to speak up against you know, bad authorities or to speak up against injustice or oppression. Prophets have a very unique and specific role. Just remember that all the prophets in the Bible ended up being killed by you know, their own village. People didn't necessarily respond well to that prophetic voice. It's not that it's not needed. It's just often not appreciated. And you guys that are eights, you know what I'm talking about. Is uh, you, you feel like inside you're helping things. You know, you're going to two right now and helping people see the truth. And the reality is, is what you find is, is a lot of people don't want to see the truth. They don't want to acknowledge it because that would demand real change, real transformation. And many people are just not interested in that. They're interested in the appearance of transformation or the appearance of change, but not really changing their life and not really taking ownership of their lives. And then kind of once you realize, like you see that behind the curtain, you know, that there's this false pretense there, you probably just think I'm done. I'm done. I, I don't want to go to church anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to go to work with these people anymore. I'm just going to end up. You know, I'm going to buy a horse farm, and I'm just going to. You know, me and my horse. And it's literally like that line to five. I'm just going to withdraw and just go up into my head, and um, I'm done with people. And it could be easy, you know, for you to end up there, and not look like a two anymore at all. And I would just think about, you know, your wings, how they could be helpful to you as an eight. Leaning into that seven, a little more positive, upbeat, proactive energy. Uh, trying to see other options and reframing things to the positive. And that nine chilled out. This isn't a big deal. I don't need to worry about this. Maybe people will figure it out on their own. I don't have to be responsible for everything. If you could lean into those wings. And when you look at like that seven and, and nine wing, when you think about what those are, it kind of tells you everything you need to know about what an eight is. In other words, if you think like this eight needs some nineness and needs some sevenness, doesn't that kind of tell you everything about an eight? Like the pure archetype of an eight is such a dominant, powerful being that their wings are don't worry and be happy. Okay, like I said, it kind of tells you everything you need to know. Okay, so notice if you have a difficult time uh, not saying something, not calling out that crap. If you see crap, call it out. You know, that's what you, and, and often in organizations or businesses or churches, you know, we could probably call you as an eight, the crap killer, because you see it and then you want to call it out and then deal with it and remove it. And it's hard for you to just let it happen like it's no big deal. Okay. And what a great gift. It's just, can you do this with a little bit softer touch? Because sometimes people aren't going to respond well to your directness, your boldness, your frankness. Doesn't mean you can't be that way. Just realize if you have a goal in mind, you might have to articulate things a little bit differently if you want to accomplish that goal. 
I have no problem with you being direct, bold, and frank. Just realize other people will. And it could cause you'll end up losing the the war. You'll end up you'll end up off the team. You will. You'll end up off the team, and we need you on the team. Um, okay. So observe yourself to see if you almost always want to address anything that you see as problematic. And notice if you want to do this now, like today. And I've seen eights in meetings where they just sit there like this, like just you can just see them like bubbling. You know, they're just bubbling. And somebody will say, well, you know, Frank, what, what's going on in your mind? Well, you don't want to hear what I have to say. And the rest of us are like, okay, well, what do you have to say? And then we'll, then out will come this big prophetic bold statement, you know, like, I think this whole meeting, we've been sitting here for 30 minutes, sitting on our hands, uh, going around in circles because we won't deal with the real problem. The real problem is... And then here it comes. And just realize, like, that's a wonderful gift to bring that kind of direct clarity and boldness into a group. It just, it, it just maybe isn't so helpful to be sitting over there totally just disconnected and frustrated and then kind of drop the nuclear bomb in the middle of the meeting. Okay, what else does she say? Um... You have no problem initiating conflict. I, you know, I think that's probably somewhat true or mostly true. But, you know, I think you eights, you guys are people. You have a big heart in there. And I don't know that every eight I've met really relishes in conflict. Um, I think, you know, some eights really want to get along with people. They really want to be connected to others and to be a part of the team. Um, and you might have to like open the door and give yourself permission. Like, I love this person. I care about them, but I've been silent way too long and I've been ignoring way too long what the real problem is. And I'm just going to have to open up and let it out. I'm going to have to let it out. And so you might realize as an eight that you tend to be more, you know, careful uh, you're probably aware of how much you don't say. Um, and then you have to give yourself permission like, nope, they've asked for it. They've asked for it. It's coming out. So I think in general, that's probably true is that eights don't mind conflict as much as some of the rest of us, as much as twos or sevens or, you know, some of the rest of us. Um <laughs> You likely have no problem initiating a conflict that will move things forward or correct an injustice. Um, the tendency may lead you to rebel against established authority or just to not acknowledge them. And I think in some ways, sixes can be like this too. Sixes, you know, want an authority, but often are the people questioning authority um, or it can cause you to break the rules. This may lead others to experiencing you as a confrontational person. Um, oh my goodness, did you know that you hurt Martha's feelings when you said out loud? And I can just see an eight being like, I'm done. I'm done. Um, they could perceive you as being a difficult person or a domineering person. Um, and I, I really believe like you're trying to show people that you care. That you, that you do care and that you're you know, willing to say something like, why should you even involve yourself in this? That might be what you're thinking is, why am I even involving myself in this? I, I 
every time I step out there and try to help and get involved in something, this is the kind of response I get. I'm trying to love and care about people and I end up the bad guy. I end up, you know, being misunderstood or being called a dominant or difficult person. I'm done. And I can, I, I've seen this with eights and it's, it's unfortunate. Um, because it's not all coming from you. It's not all because of you. It's somewhat because we're not interacting with you or understanding your personality like we should. Um, and it may reflect the fact that you have difficulty containing yourself when something feels important to you and you actually develop trust with others uh, through going up against those in conflict. Okay, so what else do we want to say about that? Anything else need to be said? Let's just summarize it. Eights usually don't have a problem having conflict. They tend to want to address things in the truth, and they want to call things out that are not true or call things out where people are not being treated fairly. And this can sometimes create difficulties in organizations or relationships because people might label you as a, as a bully or a tyrant, and in your mind you're thinking, I'm the opposite of that. I'm literally going up against the bully. I'm literally going up against the tyrants or the people that are in charge who are not using their power or authority for good. And so in your mind, you know, you're Robin Hood. You're going in and you're fighting against the, the uh, incompetencies and the status quo and all of the ineffectual leadership that is causing this organization to flounder. And yet you end up sometimes the bad guy uh, and that's where I always say eights, they tend to win battles and lose the war. And think about your relationships and think about the organizations. As you look back on your involvement in all these organizations, um, you know, have you, have you, have you experienced that? That you, you might have won the conflict because you're not afraid maybe to enter into it. Like if there's going to be a fight, let's have it. Let's do it now. Um, but maybe lost the war in that we're asked to step off the team or got so frustrated with the team that you willingly stepped off the team and are no longer involved for whatever reasons because you just couldn't put up with the bull. Okay. Well, interesting stuff. And the more we know about ourselves, the more we are aware to um, work on developing, improving, and, and um, interacting in a more positive way with others. And eights, I appreciate you guys. Man, I need to lean into that eight a little bit more. I know this about myself. Um, and um, and when I see a healthy eight, I'm so excited to be around that person. All right, guys, take care. And uh, I'll see you next time. And as always, be present to life as it is. Not as it should be, but as it is. I know sometimes people can do stupid things, but we got to love them anyway. All right, guys, take care. I'll see you next time. Thank you.